Naima, mum. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you standing in your power, being your truth and following your heart. Week 31 of training has been intense on many layers and many levels. As I yarned about last week, only you know if you are really showing up and putting in the work that you are capable of in this season with your capacity and your capability. And I really held on to that, that mirror reflection of going, am I showing up? Am I doing what I'm capable of in this season? And week 31 was really an elevated week of going 31 weeks till Worlds and I think three weeks until my first competition for 2024, which will be um, the Abu Dhabi Jiu-Jitsu Professional Circuit in Sydney on the 25th of February. Now, some context. You all know by now, if you've been listening for a while, that I do not currently have a home base to train jiu-jitsu at and that I only train jiu-jitsu when I'm traveling or I'm away for work. And what I'm choosing to do when I'm at home is focus on the foundations of my mobility, my physical conditioning, um, and just going to the gym a bit more and building that, the physical foundations. And what I haven't been making space for is to go and watch more jiu-jitsu, is to build my mindset and the conditioning of my beliefs and mindset in preparation for competition. And building the mindset of a black belt because the physical is relatively easy and normal for me to do because I have enough ego (laughs) and um, whatnot to want a physically fit body. I like being strong. It's, I like having a physically strong physique that can lift things. So I don't need to ask for help Um, that I can do things for myself in a physical context that I can play with my children, that I can, wrestle with uh, teenage boys uh, through the through the youth work that I do and my nephews and stuff like that. Um, I just like being fit and lean and the energy that that gives. So the physical itself and the practice of getting up and going to the gym and whatnot is, is relatively easy of, of lifting weights and doing conditioning. The resistance comes in the stretching of my body in the mobility sessions And the resistance comes in doing the mindset work of facing myself. Because I saw a friend recently who posted that she, I think she was into her second week of doing her personal training and she turned 50 last year and I turned 40. So she's a decade ahead in terms of her life journey. And she said that she was really starting to love the fact that she could see her body taking on the physical form of strength that already existed within her mind. And it really resonated with me that, For me, it's the other way around. In this season, as I work to reshape my body and build a new relationship with what is my power and capacity in this season of being 40, of being a woman who has had four, given birth to four live children, um, is my mind starting to take on the strength and the power and the courage that my spirit and my body is normal. And that is what has been the the focus for week 31. So the lesson this week is that I'm ready to start this journey of weaving in the mindset work to to follow the strength and the power and the courage of my body and my spirit. 
And that means practicing meditation and practicing visualization, which have never been strong suits of mine and something that I've never made time to practice because I've convinced myself, oh, I don't know how to visualize. I don't know how to walk myself through a fight or through a match. And that if I visualize too much, particularly on the day of a fight, I make myself nervous because there's so many elements that are out of my control. Um, and I know that I, 80% of the time when I'm facing off against an opponent in a competition, that um, that for me, the majority of the time will have been training and more consistent than me. So they're bringing more experience. They're bringing more mat time. And if I start to focus on that um, or I start to go, well, what am I going to do? What are my moves? Particularly knowing that I haven't been able to train jiu-jitsu as much rather than going, I'm just going to tap hands and I'm going to let my body know what it knows, let, that I'm going to let my body do what it knows and let the end result be the end result. And I'm going to start this match in connection to myself, in trust with myself and a belief that I'm going to give it everything I've got. And that regardless of whose hand is raised at the end of the match, that I'm going to walk away with my own self-respect, knowing that I left it on the mats. Does that happen every time? Do I leave with questions on the mat, whether it's training or competition, that I could have done more, that I could have pushed more? Of course. And far more times than I would have liked. However, it's the willingness and the courage to now go go ahead and go, the physical work is 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 relatively normal to me. It's now how do I start to create space and discipline in my training for my mindset work, watching of jujitsu and of the mobility side of things. This is where the greatest resistance is. And in my other podcast, Warrior Heart Yarns with Anishan, I saw a post from an Instagram page called New York Therapist or NY Therapist. And it said that the body, um, that we will always choose familiar chaos over unfamiliar peace because our nervous system will choose what is familiar and our familiar is and we will not be able to because our nervous system will choose what is familiar because that is safe and until we address um until we address the the core wound that is behind our beliefs and behind our patterns we cannot bring in change regardless of how much we want it no matter how much we um, aspire to it. There will always be resistance and we will always fall back to the level. Our actions will always come from the level of our beliefs. And the thing is, if our beliefs drive our actions, our actions drive our results. And in order for me to create change in that space, I need to go to the very core of my wounds and my beliefs and my stories and that is something I have resisted for a really long time because it scares me. It it makes me uncomfortable. So that has been the lesson this week in week 31 of my training that the going to the gym is easy, that getting to the mats is, is fun and that's familiar and normal. However, in order to enhance the power of those training sessions in order to um, have a compounding impact of those training sessions so that they're building on each other and that the it's that 2080 rule that the 20 percent of the time that i'm on the mats or in the gym will yield 80 percent of the results is that this is the next level is doing the mindset work is is doing the 
belief work and going back and rewriting old nervous system patterns and what is familiar, creating a new familiar in order for me to not just wing it to my success, but to work my way towards success so that when I look at the physical results of my body, I know it's as much driven by my spirit and my mind that I can now rewire my mind to not operate from my trauma patterns and trauma stories, but that my mind, my body, my spirit and my dreaming are all in alignment. And that is the season of this this journey and is building the, is becoming the person who can bring that into alignment. Do I know how to do that yet? Nope. But it's been really powerful. This morning was, was an example of this practice. I, yesterday was survival day, the 26th of January in Australia. For those that aren't from Australia is a very difficult and challenging day. It's a contentious day in our, in our yearly calendar because the 26th of January is the day that uh, white Australia in the calendar celebrates um, being Australian. A lot of places have the, um, this is the day that we celebrate new citizens and everything else. However, in 1938, the 26th of January was defined as a, and declared a national day of mourning by indigenous people. And then in 1994, whoever the prime minister was at the time decided that this was the one day that we should celebrate our national day of pride. And it was, um, set as a public holiday and there has been a lot of resistance and every year it has grown. Like, I mean, you only have to look to Nam, um, Miyajin and the other cities to see how big the resistance is growing to this date being celebrated as Australia day versus, um, acknowledging and paying respects to the histories and the foundations of how Australia became Australia. And for me, yesterday was really heavy because I'm going through a lot in my own personal life. There was um, cultural and community conflicts that I had to manage in order to show up. And my nervous system just did not want to show up yesterday. There were so many things that I was carrying and managing and having to self-regulate myself heavily to even be in the space and the responsibility of being Namika, Anishan, Kilalana, all the things. And this morning when I woke up, my two older children, oh, well, my three older children are with their dad because we're starting to walk the shared care, shared custody arrangement of being separated parents. And that reality of my working being away I'm going to be away for two weeks um of the house being really quiet feeling really empty knowing that um my oldest child is not in my life anymore well I'm not in her life anymore and missing her missing her voice <sighs> missing time with her but knowing that right now that's just not available due to a breakdown in our relationship. And just the impacts of survival day, um, where I'm at personally with um, financial struggles and blockages, uh, where I'm at with my businesses and things like that and the path ahead and, and what that feels like and what I'm making it mean. I just, the suicidal ideation come up. 
Um, and all I wanted to do was roll over and go back to sleep. But sleep is not a, a restful respite for me. It is an avoidance thing. So when I try to go back to sleep, it is not to get rest. It is to avoid because I get this wave of tiredness and that shows me that there's resistance and avoidance and procrastination <sighs> because I don't know. The weight feels really heavy and it doesn't feel like the step I'm about to take will really do anything towards lightening the load or solving that problem that I feel is there is the story that I tell myself and the belief that I have is that the action that I'm about to take is either not the right one or not big enough to start to think. But here's the thing, incremental steps taken consistently consistently will create more change than a big step taken inconsistently. And I got up and I was like, the gym, and that's the thing, I didn't set my alarm the night before, but my alarm went off at 6.20 and I was like, that's weird. My alarm doesn't go off on a Saturday morning. I allow myself to wake up organically. And then I laid there and I reached for my phone and then I realized, I was like, hold on, what's the time? I had in my head that the gym class started at 7.45. It had started at 6.45. Now I had all the reasons not to go. My son was still, at my two and a half year old was still asleep. I was feeling tired my mind was like, it's not going to make a difference. But then my system kicked in. The new patterns and the the consistency with which I've been grounded by having the, the bigger vision for 2024 physically in front of me, whether it's a message on the mirror or things around my room that keep me grounded in moving in that direction. And I saw the photo of my, my children on my phone and it was like, get up. And that's all I heard was get up, rise up. So I did. I was late to class by 15 minutes and it was more important that I was there, that I made it to the gym and I made, I met that moment and made a different decision and I showed up anyway. And that was, that was my win for the session and for the week is that I found this awareness that the next level of training for me for the next 30 weeks is making space in the schedule for mindset work and visualization work, um, and watching of jujitsu and my mobility to weave into and not looking to go, oh, it has to be an hour of mobility and an hour of visualization in order to be effective. 15 minutes done three times a week for the next 30 weeks will be far more powerful than an hour done inconsistently. So that has been the lesson for the week is that small steps done consistently will be far more powerful than a big step done inconsistently. Big love you mob and yeah, the lessons are getting deeper. The lessons are getting more powerful and I hope you're finding value in this. I'm finding value in listening to this and I know that as I go back and I listen to random um, episodes that I've listed that I'm I learn as much from myself planting these these seeds there as I hope that you do or you find value in them. Big love you mob and I hope this finds you taking steps towards your power, your truth and your dreaming. Big love.